Jody and Tina with, with the Bitches Reality. Today we're going to talk about finding your tribe and loving them hard. Um, I think this is kind of a break from our last episode where we were talking about our top five funnies and kind of giving some advice of where we are now and the shit that we've been through to get here. Because I know in the 31 years I've had some friends I've definitely learned a lot from that I do not want in my tribe today. Nope. Don't want them. They're 86 from the tribe. Yeah, 86th. Get the fuck out of here. Um, okay, so I'm going to start, and I'm just going to say right from the get-go. Uh, Tina has notes, and she didn't prepare me so that I could write notes, nor is she letting me read her notes. Yeah. So you, I'm just flying from the hip. You're flying from the seat of your pants over here. Yeah. I told you you had, this is our topic this week, and I asked you multiple times if you've made notes. And you said you think about them when you're sleeping. I didn't know we were writing them down. Well, you can write them down anytime you want to. I just have to because I'll forget. So much goes on in my brain. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you just trying to be better than me? I am not. Absolutely uh-huh. not. No. Teacher's pet. <laughs> Teacher's pet. So go uh, ahead with your notes. Let's yes. hear them. Uh, no, not all of them. We're going to take turns. Oh. You better be nice or I'm going to exonate you on this one. <laughs> Okay, first and foremost, I've heard this multiple times um, from friends who have their best friends and then us with, you know, you all heard our first introduction that Jody thought I was an asshole and there are days that I think that she's an asshole. But they say if you think someone's an asshole before you become friends with them, then you'll actually become friends with them if you take the time to be friends and you'll be the best of friends i don't know if that's how it was supposed to go but either way you're my asshole you're my asshole and i love you for that and it's funny because when people meet us and they don't know that we're best friends and they hear how we talk to each other they're like oh my gosh those two hate each other (laughs) (laughs) like we're just honest and blunt and and funny i think we just pick on each other all the time and we can take it though Mm-hmm. but we'll know the right time right there's a time for everything you know and funny things to say or not say or and you sometimes know. it's not always the right time for the truth like you may be thinking like oh this bitch is crazy but right now she needs me to give her a shoulder to cry on or just give her a hug and then when she gets herself a little better, then I'm going to tell her, or she's going to tell me, like, all right. You're being a little dramatic. A little dramatic. <laughs> or you fucked up, and I wasn't going to tell you right then, but now I'm going to tell you a week later, mm-hmm. this is what we're going to do to fix it. Um, so why don't you go ahead on your first friend that you knew, uh, like a best friend... That was somebody who was really close to you and then later on found out that that was somebody you did not want part of your tribe. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was friends with this person before I had kids. So she was there when I gave birth to both of my children. She was someone who was very, very close to us. And 
she knew the struggles I had with my previous marriage, um, just not being happy. And, you know, I thought she had my best interest at heart. Um, but looking back on it now, being older, I think she was miserable because she was single and had always been single. I'd never known her to be with anyone. And I think she wanted me to actually be miserable with her. Single, misery loves company. Misery loves company. Yeah. And I had a 12-year marriage, and um, I was not happy. I actually prayed that he would cheat on me because I knew that was the only way that I would leave. It's not. There was no abuse, nothing like that. It just wasn't fun. It wasn't happy. Yeah. And, you know. Anyway, long story short, he did end up cheating <clears throat> with someone who I considered my friend, not the friend I'm talking about. And when I called my so-called best friend to tell her like oh shit it actually happened you know be careful what you wish for yeah because at that time I was at my lowest and I thought oh gosh my whole world's gonna come crashing down we had two kids we had a beautiful home um everything on the outside looked perfect but the inside of the home was not perfect and so her response to me was I think this was good that this happened to you because I think you needed to be humbled. For uh, And I know we joke and say, like, there's no such thing as too soon, but something like that is too soon. And I don't even think I would ever say something, those words. Like, I don't even know if that's a too soon point. That's just a bitch point. Like, yeah. there's, like, being honest and upfront with your friends and there's things that we joke about saying it's never too soon. But that's something that I don't even see myself speaking ever to my best friend. Like, yeah. no matter what, I, I don't just... I think anybody deserves to be cheated on. No, in absolutely not. In any way, not. shape, or form. If you're not happy, don't go there. Yeah. I know I said I prayed about it, but I didn't actually pray to God and say, please have, you know, my ex, my husband at the time cheat on me. It was like, I wish I had a way out. Yeah. And I knew that was my way out because <clears throat> that was always our thing. If anyone cheats, you know, yeah. you, you, I'm the type of person like you lost my trust and that it really fucked me up for a long time. I'm super insecure up until probably now I've been married again, almost 10 years. And up until probably three or four years ago, I was always like, where are you? Who are you talking to? Like, what are you doing? And he it took you two more minutes to get home from work. What were yeah. you doing in that two yeah. minutes? Yeah. Like, like that person. I was always apologizing, but I was like so scared of like that loss, not like of the person, but of the unity of marriage. So about the friendship, um, after that comment, I really sat back and thought, you know what? I'm losing this marriage by choice it was by choice and I think I'm also gonna lose this friendship I'm definitely gonna distance myself because at that time what I needed was someone to be like let's go fucking kick her ass let's go toilet paper her house yeah let's whoop his ass let's slash mm -hmm. his tires you know that's what I needed not that we would actually do that because that's illegal haha <laughs> right but 
but that you need support in my corner yeah and at that time i was like this is supposed to be my ride or die yeah and she was not my ride or die so for somebody to say something like that is like okay we talk we're gonna talk about being humble and humility and the things in life that humble you that is not something that anybody ever deserves i don't care how high up on your horse you are being cheated on i would not wish upon anybody that just brings you to such a low point in your life that i can't believe as somebody who's considered a best friend would even have the nerve to say something like that and uh um uh, on another note with jody saying that you know she would put out there i hope he cheats on me because that's you know something that would break this relationship what you put in the universe you receive Uh and that's another topic that we'll have to touch on later on um but it's true if you're asking the universe for negative things or you're putting negative things out there you're talking bad about yourself or your relationship or your work or your kids then you're going to receive those things even if you feel like the world is negative around you if you start talking positive to it and put those positive things out there you'll receive more positive things Um, but we'll touch on that on a later subject Um, my best friends were never as dramatic as that I mean I'm what 15 years younger than you so uh, but I mean still dramatic to a point where it's like I really don't appreciate these people and they don't appreciate me my last best friend uh I mean we were friends in high school and watched her go through so much in her life and helped her through those things and we had an on and off relationship and we seemed to be arguing you know and we wouldn't talk for like six months and then we'd come back around and we'd be the best of friends like nothing ever happened but the last final straw that broke the camel's back and this was on her end she called off the friendship and I was like whoa I have to take a step back for this so she was not somebody who paid her bills and I knew this because she confided in me you know she was behind on a few things her car payment or she let her car insurance lapse or whatever in the financial scheme of things she was not trustworthy and uh she got out of a relationship and needed me to co-sign on a car and I told her no I was like I'm going through a divorce a nasty divorce right now and I'm not in a financial situation to be responsible for another person's vehicle like if you can't pay for this but she also didn't show me that she was somebody who was trustworthy enough to make those bills. I mean, if it was Jody and uh, her husband, absolutely. I mean, shoot, I helped put the down payment on, you know, their son's car when, uh-huh. and they paid me back two days later. Like, if somebody's going to show me that you're trustworthy with bills, then absolutely, I have no problem doing that. And I'm sure we all have those relationships, but we all know those people that were like, you can't even pay your own bills and you've lapsed on this and you lost this and this got repoed, then I'm not going to co-sign a car for you. I couldn't believe that she was asking me, who was going through a divorce with two kids, a single mom and trying to get back up on my feet. And mind you, I was left homeless from that divorce to co-sign a car for her. And when I said no, she ex-nade the whole relationship she didn't want anything to do with me anymore and I was like wow because 
I don't have something to offer you. You don't want to be friends with me. And mind and, you, this friend was single. She didn't have kids. She didn't have a job. I yeah. don't even know at that time. Yeah. She couldn't keep a job. She couldn't keep a job. Yeah. And so that brings me to my next point where it's like you really have to find people in your life that do not have an ulterior, ulterior motive. Like you don't have friendships where they're like, if I ever need money, I'm going to ask for money from this person. If I ever need this, I'm going to ask for this from this person. If you have people in your life that are constantly using you for these things, you really have to take a step back and say, is this a friendship or are they, they just know the situation that I'm in is better than the situation that they're in. So they want to use that to their benefit. And, and it's hard. It's really hard to clear out those people from your life that aren't there just to take advantage of you. Yeah, there's going to be some lonely nights. Yeah, lonely for sure. Lonely days where you're like, well, am I willing, willing to deal, deal with that? I can't talk. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I'm totally happy, you know. Not By yourself. that person in my life. And causing that drama. Or stress. Stress. Yeah. You know, beating me down. Like, we beat ourselves down enough. Yeah. We don't need other people to do it. Beating us down. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so true. Um, I mean, I can't say I've always been a perfect person. I think that's one, you know, big thing here, too, is like, I've been the toxic friend. So have I. You know, I've been the shitty ass friend, Mm -hmm. like, and we're all bad in someone's story, right? So, and I'm sure that there's stories flying around about us that are where we are the assholes, you know? And so we haven't always been the best of people. uh, But I think one thing is like, are you trying to improve yourself? Always. And... I saw a quote today, actually, before we did this, that said, stay away from still people, still complaining, still hating, and still nowhere in life. And I think friendship breakups almost hit harder than relationship breakups. Like you, especially after a long time of spending time with people, they know your secrets, they know your relationship problems, they know your insecurities, and then you lose that person I think that's something that it's not easy to go through it's not easy to lose those people in your life but you really have to choose what kind of tribe you want what kind of tribe you want to build quality over quantity yeah I would rather have a handful of good friends than a bunch of fake ass bitches yeah in my life that are like oh I just want to be your friend because your husband's a cop. Maybe he can get me out of tickets. And I you have a you. boat, so let's go on go the on lake boat. next yeah. weekend. You like, have a nice backyard. Mm-hmm. I want to do this. You make more money than me, and you like to go out, and because you know I can't pay, you just you take care of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think that's really important too. Is I see a lot of people who have friends and they have like 50 friends and I'm like oh my gosh it looks like so much fun they went up to the lake house and they had a blast all weekend long they do this every weekend but then it's like are they your real friends or are they just showing up because you have a beautiful boat and they get to go out on it Mm -hmm. and they get to ski or wakeboard or you know they get to party and then you have this beautiful home but when your friends come over they trash it and just leave you there to clean it up like those aren't 
your Those friends. Are social media friends because they're taking pictures and being like, woo, look what we're doing, woo. And then you actually talk to the people afterwards and they're like, oh, they were a fucking shit show. They got into a fight. They fucking broke my fridge. They did this. They did never that. paid for it. Yeah. Never replaced it. Like you have Haven't to have. Heard from them since. Yeah. You have to have people in your life that respect you, respect your things, respect your home. I mean, if you're, if somebody's taking me out on their boat, I'm helping pay for gas. Like I'm going to help wash it. I'm going to help do whatever. Yeah. If I'm going to party at your house, I'm going to help clean up the beer cans that are left around your house or, you know, clean up your mess and not leave you in a situation where like, oh, all for one, one for all. Like, thanks for the party. It was a good time. I'm out. Yeah. So definitely find people to have in your life that do not have an ulterior motive. And I think one big thing, too, is, like, you're most like the top five people you spend the most time with. So if you hang out with five people that are drug dealers, you're probably also a drug dealer. Maybe not. There's a little bit of competition out there. You're a druggie. Yeah. Or you're a druggie. You're buying it from them. If you're hanging out with five people that are successful – then you're going to level up and you're going to step up and you're going to do what you need to do to be successful. It's just what it is. If you're with five people that do nothing but complain and live miserable lives and want to talk shit about everybody, then you're going to be right there doing the same exact thing. So really choose, be picky. Like this is your life. You're allowed to be picky with the people that you're around. And like we said, it's taken us this long to find each other, but I'm so thankful that I have. I have one friendship. One one friendship that I have had half of my life since I was 15 years old. Um off and on, I mean, people get busy, do their things, And then I have another friendship that we've had for like 10 years and she gets busy with her things. She has kids and I have kids, but when we meet up, we're the best of friends and that's okay. And that's another point I want to get to is setting boundaries and finding people that respect your boundaries. And I don't think that that was something I really learned about until Jody came into my life. Like she taught me. No is not a bad word. Although I did have a faux pas this week. <laughs> we we'll, might talk about that later, but probably not. <laughs> but she really did teach me that no is not a bad word. I mean, she told me, I, you know, our age difference and we're in different places in our life. She's married and she is uh, happy at home and that's what she wants to do. She wants to hang out with her hubby and sometimes I want to go out and I want to dance and I want to be crazy and I want to do the things and I would invite her out and she would say no and I'd be like, bitch, what the fuck? Like, you don't ever want to go out with me and she's like, no is not a bad word and I was like, yeah, you're right. So you have to find people that respect your boundaries that you can set boundaries with, and you also respect their boundaries. If somebody tells you no, it's not a slam of the door, walk away, okay, fuck you, you don't want to hang out with me type of thing. It's we have our relationship, and this is what we do, and this is my life, and this is your life, and we're in two different places, but I respect you, you respect me. And I think a lot of people are going through that right now that have younger kids and maybe older friends that like even a birthday party you know hey my kid's turning five you want to come to their birthday party well no, no. i fucking don't my <laughs> kids are older i've done all that yeah i'll send them 
send you a gift, or maybe I won't. Right. I don't want to go pin the tail on the fucking donkey. <laughs> I don't. And listen to all the moms talk about how smart and great their kids are, because we all know they're all fucking little assholes. They're all eating Period. stale French fries off of the floorboard yeah, in the car. Okay. Doing it, so there's no competition. But as far as Tina says, uh, we've been friends for a little bit over four years, and I can count on one hand how many times I've gone out with her. Two, we're at a country concert. Yes. And I left early both times. Like, her and her friend, they were like, we're going to go do our thing. And I'm like, well, my husband's going to come pick me up because mm-hmm. my ass has to go home. Uh, yeah. And then two other times we went out to a local club. One was just my husband and I with her, and we had a blast. It was my birthday. We had so much fun. It was so chill. We just danced and drank and didn't get shitty, didn't get crazy. And then I went again because I had so much fun, but it was, like, probably six months later. But then it wasn't fun. Yeah. And I was like, I got to go. And and your husband was actually working. Yeah, he was, he was working. working at a local place. So I just went and took an Uber and met up with him and went and had midnight lunch with him and his co-worker and then drove home in the back of a police car. <laughs> and I sent Tina pictures of me being in the back seat. <laughs> yeah. And it was fine. But that's the thing. You have to respect that. Like, if you don't want to do something, I don't want you to go. Right. Why do I You're want You're just going to be miserable. doesn't want to be there. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to kill my vibe. Mm-hmm. I'm going to kill, you know, you're not happy. And I don't want to stress over, are they having fun? Do I need to entertain them? I mean, I don't get no a lot because I'm really fucking fun. <laughs> so most people do want to hang out with yes. us. Yes. <laughs> They're always like, let's hang out. Let's hang out. And then, you know, whatever happens, happens. But yeah. don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that takes me into something I was thinking about today and one of my appointments this morning before I got rudely interrupted. Uh, if you're looking for a friend to jump every time you say jump, you're looking for a dog. you're not looking for a friend you're looking for a dog and be strong enough to walk away from a friendship or a relationship that doesn't respect you it's hard like but if it's a revolving door where you're explaining to somebody that they hurt your feelings or they did something you didn't like or whatever you might be the problem you might be the problem but you have to close the door close that revolving door And I think, I hope that helps you guys, but I mean, we're, it took us a long time to find each other, but we've gotten to a point where we're so happy with where we are and the things that we do and the family that we have and the tribe that we have that I just want everybody to find that. And if we can give you guys any little advice on doing that, if you guys want to write us and say, hey, this happened, this happened. I'm not saying we're perfect. We've talked about that already. We're not perfect. We've had the rough conversations. We've had the hard-to-say, hard-to-hear conversations on both ends. It's mostly me, but (laughs) sometimes it's Jody too. Um, Mostly it's her telling me how to deal with my teenager. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't have a teenager, but sometimes it's, you know, it takes a village to raise kids and, 
and have a family and do all the things you have to have that escape person. But if somebody doesn't have your best interest at heart, you really need to evaluate the friends that you have in your life. Like, what are they there for? What are they providing to you? Are they bringing something to this picture? Or are they just draining you? Are they exhausting you? If, you? if they text message you or call you and you're just like, oh, fuck, what 